from Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Hi, I'm Carrie. I'm Carolyn. And I'm Carson. Welcome to our podcast. You'll be listening to some of our best moments of helping people to live their best lives and all while, get this, working with horses. We will be your hosts and have tons of guests along the way. Subscribe today and happy listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you may be from. I am so excited to have you all here with us today because we have, again, the fabulous Doug Walsh visiting with us today. And he's actually brought a very special guest as well. And he's going to be talking about how can a horse change a life. And as anybody who's worked with horses, we know how much of an impact that they have on our lives, how much they can do for us. But it's so lovely to always hear these stories that can remind us of how intense these changes can be. And I'm really, really excited to hear this one today. We got pictures, we got Doug, we got a friend, it's all good stuff. But before we get into any of that, we got to go through, of course, the regular rigmarole. And that is, first of all, please share, share, share this out. If you know anybody who's really interested in horses or maybe just wants to hear a fantastic story for today, show this out, share this out. And really, at the end of the day, right now is a time where we need some positivity in our lives, people. So share this one out so everybody can hear this very uplifting and lovely story because I think I think everybody deserves to hear it. Also, if you are catching this on replay, throw in that hashtag replay because we always love to know that you've joined us after. And then of course, the holy jumping tuna fish hashtag. If you hear anything here that blows your mind or maybe just fills your heart with love and joy, throw in that hashtag holy jumping tuna fish because we always love to know what's really hit you and let us know where you are from, who you are. We always like to check in with you that way too. Doug is amazing in that he will love to answer questions as we go along. So please feel free to post any questions you have in the comments and we will manage them as best we can. And again, my name is Carolyn Charles. I'm the Director of Sales and Marketing with the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. And I'm also so grateful to be an instructor and facilitator for these phenomenal programs that really do change people's lives through working with horses. And we are so blessed to do what we do every single day and to watch people have these Phenomenal changes that gets them to step one more step forward into their authentic self and into the place that they really want to be in their lives. So I'm so excited, but we're not even going to waste any time today. We're going to bring Doug in and he's going to do a little bit of an intro for me as well. Let's see if I can get you guys in there. Yay. I might have to get a little closer. There we go. There we go. I'll switch it out so you guys can actually be in together without on top of each other. <laughs> Great. How is everybody doing today? I hope you're all fantastic. Um, I'm super excited about today. Um, we've got a special treat. This is Cherry. That's like the cherry on top of an ice cream. Um, she uh, has been um, working with uh, me and we've become pretty darn good friends over the last uh, five, six months probably. And I was really, um, you know, I get blown away by a lot of stories with people and, and as we know, working with horses and the journey that, um, that we get out of uh, our relationship with our horse. And that doesn't matter if it's, if it's our own personal journey with our horse or if it's an equine assisted learning um, situation where people are being empowered um, to work with the horses. I'm sorry, we got a helicopter flying over right now. It's uh, perfect timing. The, the love of South Florida. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so, so as we, as, as we kind of go through these journeys, it's really neat to kind of look at everybody and go, well, you know, it's 
just like I look at every horse and go, I don't ever stereotype or put a stamp on that horse and go, well, they're bad because of this or that. Because just like with people is that if I haven't walked a mile in your shoes, I can't, I can't say anything about what you may have been through or what I've been through. So it's really important that we look at our horses with a blank canvas and go, okay, we don't know where they've been. All we can do is try and figure out um, how we can help them the best that we can. And it's funny because as we do that, we keep an open heart and an open mind. Then we tend to grow and they tend to teach us more than we could ever imagine and, and kind of help us be there um, more for them and more for other people, including ourselves. So, you know, Cherry and I were talking the other day about this and it's like it really is not about like um, I think uh, she saved two horses lives. It was a two for one deal. Um, and we're going to get into that in a minute, but, and it wasn't that they necessarily saved Cherry's life, but they, um, opened her eyes to a world that, um, she hadn't seen in a long time and really helped her, um, kind of make some really big life changes. Right. So, um, so, you know, so I'm going to kind of turn it over to Cherry a little bit and I'm going to introduce, um, Cherry and her horse by saying, so Cherry, um, what was it? Uh, three and a half year, almost four years ago now, four years ago, three years, three years. Well, the baby's three. three so the baby's three, like, so the baby was born a month and a half after I rescued mama. Okay. So like, like, yeah. So like three and I say, say three, a little over three years ago. And, um, you had kind of, I guess, kind of, um, I'm going to let Cherry back into her story a little bit about kind of how she got to the point where she had another horse before that. And then what made her decide to, um, to take that phone call out of the blue and decide to rescue a horse in a different state that she never even seen and had literally a half hour to make the decision to do this. Um, and kind of, you know, about Cherry's story. So why don't you, I'll just kind of turn it over to you and you can kind of go from there. Okay. Well, a little synopsis about my life history, basically, basically, um, I went from, um, child abuse to spousal abuse. Um, and, and that's not a sad thing. I mean, that's like a reality type thing. And, um, I only say that because, um, there are, I know there are people out there that, that do have these issues and don't recognize them. Okay. And, um, so basically what happened to me was my, uh, my husband passed away from cancer about five years ago. And so I rescued an older horse who was 27 at the time. And um, the same friend, a couple of years later, um, showed me a picture of Misty, who's the mama horse. And I looked at, you know, and, and I looked at the picture and I said, well, I don't know, for whatever reason, I thought, well, I just have to have her. Yeah. And I don't know if you have that picture of her. That was like, was that picture right when you got her? Yeah. And, you know, if we have that picture, you can see how, like, she's almost due for a baby and you can see how how emaciated she was how skinny she was and she was what state was she in tennessee or she she was in louisiana Louisiana. she was in a kill lot in backstrip louisiana and i was here in florida and she was nine months pregnant there wow yeah yeah she was and so um you know i think everything happens for a reason i think and animals come into your life for a reason and i just had to take her so i took her and um she started to get a little put on a little weight and but the weight shifted back and forth and i said you know you think she's pregnant and the people that were at the place where where she was living 
said, oh, Cher, you just don't know anything about horses. It's just a hay belly. And I said, well, I don't know. They don't move back and forth, right? <laughs> <They're> not, <laughs> hay doesn't kick usually. <laughs> so the vet came out and we did an ultrasound and there were four little hoofs. So um, two weeks later, we had baby. Yeah, and, so um, I think we have a picture of the baby at three hours old. Um, and, um, you know, yep, so, so. so there's baby, there's little, there's Sierra. And um, so, so that's where the journey begins, that's where, right? That's so, where it begins with them. Yeah, and so we didn't meet. So then, basically, um, she was staying at a farm, um, and she had your uh, older horse was at like almost thirty. It was like she was like 30, 30, yeah. 30 years old, and and Cherry was riding a little bit with her and taking some lessons, and and Cherry also, um, thanks to her, she's an ICU nurse here in the U.S. and she's been on the front lines with um, all of this COVID stuff. And she's, she's just been so dedicated to helping everybody and then also being there with her horses in her days that she has off. And that's kind of like her, your, your mental break, right? When she's not, when she's not covered in all this stuff, then she gets to be, um, be with her horses and, and enjoy that time. So, um, so as, as she kind of went on with this, this story is, is that the, the baby right out the get go, and I got some video of this little baby at, three days old three, three days. days old three days. pushing mom around like she was the boss oh yeah three days was. old and pushing me around i mean <laughs> yeah and and so and so as is as, as kind of time went on cherry's doing the best that she could do to manage in a situation where she was at um you know lack of knowledge on how to kind of really handle a situation and then cherry was you know she was uh boarding at a place she never owned farm so i got a call from you probably about six months ago and said hey can you come up and see my horses and the baby at that point was probably um, about two years and seven months two years eight months somewhere around there and um i got up there and the, the mom and the baby had never been the baby had never been weaned um and so we're we're going on a long time. Usually, you do the wean process at you know three, four, five months old, um, and and get them get them separated. And that wasn't. It was Cherry just didn't know. She never had a baby horse before, and um, and she kind of wasn't being told, hey, we gotta we gotta separate these guys. So now we had a situation where we had a baby that's been a dominant baby since she's been three days old. Um, no joke. Like the video's crazy. If, if anybody wants to watch it, I'll post it later. Um, and then we have, you know, and we have a mom that's just taking it. And then we start to get into a situation where, you know, they haven't been weaned from each other. So chair, I told Cherry, I said, let's bring both horses down to our farm and I'll wean them together. And everybody said, oh my God, this is crazy. Right. This is like, and, and it took us two and a half months to, to, to really separate them, but keep them on the same farm. And the, the issue was, is that the baby didn't really, it was more of a weaning process for mom than the baby, right? Yeah. It was, mom was so attached. Mom, the baby was like, I don't care. See ya. And that's a and bit of a parallel. Hey, <laughs> and mom was like beside herself. Yeah. yeah, it just it was it was like a reverse. And and then, you know, going so so as this has progressed, the one thing I noticed the baby started doing, which is a really bad habit and a really dangerous habit is um, if you've ever had a horse that just will turn its neck and just kind of pull the lead line out of you and just walk off and they don't care. Mm -hmm. I call that like a horse that's locking their neck. They 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 basically turn and they know that they can just run away from you and it doesn't matter. So the first day that I got the baby to the farm, she tried to run away with me about 17 times in the first hour. And 
yeah, you can't let them get away with that. And, that. and that was happening with Cherry, where Cherry would go to get the baby, and the baby would just run off with her, and then she would lose the line. And so the baby learned that I can just run off with anybody. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So as, as we got, as we kind of started working through these things, is that we started to go, you know, and, and, and now we, whenever I'm working with a client and their horse, I'm trying to keep the client, um, I try to keep the horse just trained a little bit more than the client, right? So they, so they, they kind of understand because if not, you're like teaching green and green with the horsemanship, and then it's you have to have someone has to have a little bit more education, and usually the horse will pick it up faster than the client will. And so, um, so we started working with the baby, and we started working with the mom, and we incorporated Cherry into the, into this whole process. I'm the type of natural horsemanship trainer that I don't I don't say, okay, give me your horse for 30 days, and I don't want to see you because it's not about my relationship with your horse about your relationship with your horse now it takes longer to do that and i will tell cherry okay here's what i need to do with both the mom's name is misty and there's no i don't know if there's any pun in this but the mom's name is misty and the baby's name is sierra so <laughs> not sierra misty <laughs> um but you know so as the as as we've gone through this process is that you know i started started baby under saddle she's wonderful under saddle um and but she has really challenged cherry yeah. right so so when it comes to oh, yeah. um and i want to kind of you know go into this for a moment because the mom the mom is misty is very reserved and is super herd bound so we've got to work on like if she sees a horse say i gotta go back to the horse i gotta go back to the horse like very herd bound but she's a very sweet horse now we forgot to tell you that a very key important part is that so after she had the baby um where she was at, mom didn't get very much training, did she? If any or at all? No, not and, very much. And and the where she was at said, okay, let's go on a ride. She's safe to get on. So she she climbs on top of Misty, sitting on Misty, <laughs> just sitting on first, Misty. First time, only first, one time. First time, sat on her. Just horse, shaking her head. <laughs> horse didn't move. I was stupid, right? Yeah, horse, horse didn't. Well, no, you're just trying to go with people who yeah. kind of said she's okay. Yeah. yeah. So horse didn't move at all. Didn't walk at all. Something spooks her. She jumps, Terry goes off, breaks breaks her back. Oh my gosh. Like like just like that, right? So so yeah. I mean we're talking okay. she's okay, she's healed. She used to be six she used to be six six foot tall. She's only four eleven now. So they only take out a, a little bit of the vertebrae. So but she's good now. It's good. Um, it's all good. But anyway, so as we go through this, so um so she had to heal from that. We get the horses and now it's time to start kind of really building that relationship and the baby is so much of a opinionated young mare that she will try to get away with anything that she can and it's not that she's a herd leader but she's going to be a little bully and we've talked about this in some of like you know we talk about horses that are insecure um they're scared or insecure it's based on them um being in it's based on them having let low confidence right so if they're scared or they're bully it's because they're insecure and so but she has also been able to take advantage of cherry so as we've gone through this process cherry you know kind of why don't you talk a little bit about like you know you said that you, you came from an abusive childhood an abusive relationship and it probably didn't do a, a lot of wonderful things for your self-esteem right it probably you know but and, and you were trying to um, and please correct me if I'm wrong these are just from conversations that we've had together is that you know you were looking for happiness and even though you have great dogs at home and you have horses at home 
is that you were trying to find that partnership and that, um, and also that ability to um, have your own voice and and be able to have horses, you know, they need structure like children and have them want to respect you through structure and through patience and trust, right? So, so um, through this journey over the last five months, you know, how has it transformed your life working with these horses? Because we've got one horse that's scared, that's scared um, and doesn't want to leave other horses. So that's, we've got to build trust and respect through that. And we have her daughter, which is completely opposite. That's like, I don't need anything. I can go do whatever I want. Um, you know, just don't even, don't even leave the light on for me. I'm fine. You know, and I'll find my own way. way. Yeah. And so, so kind of how, how has the last five months of, because this is where it's important for, for me is that in the training, because you, you know, what type of growth did you feel personally since we started this journey five months ago and to where you are, because there have been ups and downs with the trainings and there has been a lot of things to overcome. So kind of talk about that for a little bit. Well, I think I think get, getting back to the um, abuse situation, I think I think always you're always that small child that's that's afraid, and I, that never goes away. And so, even though you always act as if, I mean, I was in charge of an ICU, right, and and did all kinds of things, and um, traveled, and um, went to Europe and South America, and and was self-sufficient. But there's always that little little girl inside and so you always feel like you're you know not really authentic right so I have these horses I have Misty who's um, been I seems like very abused and yeah. so we connect on that level and then the baby who's like poor you <laughs> it's like oh really I can get my own food, <laughs> I can get my own stall, and I can run a mile over, and you can't catch me. <laughs> and it's like, okay. So it's like- Yeah, so I, with the mom, you had kind of that, that nurturing already yeah. because you could relate. We could relate, and but it wasn't um, a um, positive relationship because she could not get um, confidence from me because I, I really, you know, even though you act as if, you really don't have any. So for me, the journey has been getting rid of that part of me that was didn't have confidence. So, and I had to step up so I could give confidence to Mama, and I really had to step up so that Baby wouldn't think, "Oh, you don't know what you're doing. You don't have any confidence." So, see ya. Yeah, and and we <laughs> and really so, had yeah we had to take like I mean and it was funny because Cherry I mean she goes, you know, um, and we 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 joke about this but you know cherry's four eleven five foot tall yeah, she's yeah. a tiny little thing and man she goes in that er and or into that icu and she if she has a 300 pound person that's trying to you know get 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 funky with her she's like you know hey you know and she goes in there she's a back off and she knows how to do everything and we had a funny little example that we were talking about energy now horses our last session last wednesday was about energy and so we were talking about how our energy impacts our horses and all that stuff and and in our Oh, I can still hear you. I just can't see you for a second here, Doug. Let me see if I can get you back. And roll. Okay. Are there we back are. now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we were we were working on bringing Cherry's energy up because you know, at work she can make things happen, and 
and but then she had some people at work that were like you know that with all this covid stuff were just come right up into her space and she was working on her energy and one day you went to work and and she had all these doctors coming right up to her and she just said hey and she went like this and just to put her hands up like this and they backed, and they backed off. off and these were these were like you know and she's like you know because she heads up a, a pretty significant part of where she's at and and so it was pretty neat because um she was learning how to use her energy not only at work but also with her horses now the difference is is that you can have somebody like i'm sure there's a lot of people that are watching today that 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 feel really confident in one area of their life um, like I've got this, this is no problem. But then all of a sudden when we go to do something new, our confidence is, is down a lot. And then especially if we have a, if we have anywhere from a 800 pound to a thousand pound animal, even bigger than that, that is intimidating us. And so, you know, totally. um, yeah, <clears throat> and that's where, you know, it's, 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 it's really interesting to see the growth that you've had because, you know, we've got a baby that will, I pick up the lead line. Then the baby. Now we can show her picture now if you want of where uh, where this little three three day old or three hour old baby is now. Um, and this is a picture that's about uh, three weeks old, I think, that came up. So that's the baby now, and you can see she's grown a bit. And she's on a little uh, I call that the mini Mount Everest. That's a that's a little obstacle. That's a foot. Uh, it's two feet wide. Um, it goes up about a foot and a half, and they've got to walk up that and not fall off either side. I use obstacles to help them find where their feet are and to do trust building. So, you know, we got to a point where Baby was wanting to, you know, she would stay right next to me, and she would respect me completely, completely. And then I, hand, I would hand the line over, and as soon as that connection of energy went into Cherry's hands, yeah. she would go, ah, I don't have to listen anymore. And so it's a it's so important um, to 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 because I at that point I have to work with Cherry and she's got to get through this because if I pick up the line she's perfect I hand the line back over she's not perfect so we spend a lot of time building up timing um, so because horses learn off the release of the pressure not the pressure itself so we want to make sure especially when you have a horse that wants to run away with you we want, and Cherry's had her had this little horse run away with her way too many times and. And, you know, so going through that process, how has that helped and empowered you um, with your energy? And because you've come in from days off at work and she says, Doug, I don't have the energy because when, and this is something to remember if we're teaching our own horses for EAL or if they're on pleasure horses or, or performance horses or whatever, is that, that if you have a horse that's a really sensitive horse and you need your energy to be up to take care of them okay. and you get off of a 12 hour shift at the hospital, I'll, I'll say let's do our lesson in the afternoon so you can regroup because you were just on a long shift and I know you've been busy running like ragged at the hospital right now. So, so and versus having a horse that's like mom, that's more mellow. That with yeah. mom, you have to bring her energy down because she gets nervous if she if she leaves the barn. So, so it's managing that energy and that's been kind of um, a thing for you to really have to get used to with with your horses, right? And how is that? How has that kind of helped transform? Um, you and your confidence with them. Well, for example, the baby, you have to be totally on your game. You can't look away for a second. Not a, a, a second, second, not a second. Not, not a, a millisecond. <laughs> and she is doing whatever she wants. I mean, you, you, with Doug, she's like attention, like yes, sir. With me, it's like oh, it's you. And so, <laughs> and and not to interject too, but so. For me, it's easier because, like, I tell people that, like, horses look at people as if they're pasture buddies, right? So, like, like when she met me, 
she knew very right off the bat that I'm going to be the herd leader. So she's been in a in a you know make believe field with Cherry for the last three years of her life, and she's been number one. And she actually has had not been. She's been she she dominated the poor little thirty year old horse yeah. as a baby. She dominated mom, so she never had any leadership. And we talk about babies mm -hmm. as they come up. It's really important for anybody listening. It's really important if you're going to have a baby that they're with a horse that's going to be a good leader for them, a good solid leader. And so when we go back through this now, it's like you know she she saw me as the leader right away, or she challenged me for a little bit, but then we got it. But then with Cherry, she looks at Cherry. It's like if Cherry goes up and says, "Hey." Um, excuse me, uh, I'm going to be the leader now. Yeah. Now, Sierra's going to look back at her and go, I've been the leader for three years, so what makes you think that you're going to be the leader of me now? And so it's it's going to be a bigger challenge for Cherry than for me because not only do I have more knowledge, but she's, go she's going to have to say, I'm taking over this position. And the baby, just like if she could laugh at you, she has laughed at her and oh, said, she, that's not yeah, going to happen. Does. And so, well, and I've been on uh, that end of the lead rope too, where it's been handed over to me, and then the horse is like, "Oh, really, sister? Good luck to you," kind of thing, right? And it's frustrating because in your head, you're like, "No, I've got this. I'm ready. Shoulders back, chest out. Here I go." And then all of a sudden, the horse is not listening. You're like, "Well, what the crap?" But that's kind of when I discovered the difference between confidence and self-esteem. Because mm -hmm. confidence is there. But the self-esteem wasn't. And that was the authentic piece that the horse was always reacting to with me. And it wasn't until I could figure out that part that I would be able to get the rest of it going. Because you can't fake it with a horse, right? And I, I've been on that end of the lead rope, Cherry. <laughs> no, you can't fake it. They know. They know, like, okay, you look like you're confident. You think you are. But I know you're not. And yep. so, exactly, right? So I had to actually get rid of that little little girl part of me and say okay that's it You're, we're done and and um and when i was able to do that she started to pay more attention to me and listen to me more and i have actually gone from having to chase after her maybe 10 15 times to now having to chase after her once <laughs> so right. she where she will lunge and she will listen to me and um she still does mean faces and puts her ears back and, and and it's funny she's like this is a horse that's like you know that that we can get on and cherry can ride her and she's super solid and we have to focus more on that groundwork because she's she has a learned behavior on the ground mm -hmm. that she doesn't have to and so we also and if anybody has any questions please put them in there and we'll be happy to answer them but we also i also Carlos is stepping into this conversation again, right? Because Carlos is such a great leader that I said, all right. So a couple weeks ago, I said, we're going to put uh, Sierra out with Carlos. And because Sierra thinks she rules every roost, right? So <laughs> Carlos is a great leader. So we put Carlos out. He goes over to the hay. Now Carlos is about three feet taller than Sierra. <laughs> but he, she goes to get lippy with him. And this is her dynamics. And he kindly says please back off and she says no and she goes she kicks him and he he kicks her back and says and and when he kicked her back you know politely i mean but it's, it's her dynamics and from that yeah. point forward she goes okay you're the boss it's the first time in her life she ever had an authoritative horse that she was out with and and immediately like even even when carlos was at the other end of the field eating hay she tried to come around to where we were standing and he as soon as she got within 15 feet of us 
Carlos stopped eating and came and got between us and her. And so, and said, you need to stay back over there. You haven't, you haven't uh, earned that right to go hang out with them yet. So when you look at how horses, it's, I mean, it was pretty crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it was. was like, he was like, you, you don't, if you're not going to be respectful to them, you, you, you can, you have to go stand in the corner by yourself. And she did. Oh, and it was Carlos. Ever, first time ever, even bringing her out of her stall, she has to walk past Carlos and she does this. Like she totally goes all the way around. And, and he's like this at her, like, I'm the boss. And she's like, okay. And, I love yeah, it. And, it, and so, as, so getting back to, you know, to, to, you know, to Cherry here is that, you know, it's been, you know, it, it, you know, it's been a big journey for you to kind of like say, okay, after I go out there, I'm going to have to, because timing is a big issue, right? When you're, when you're working with horses and, and Cherry's goal is to, you know, we've talked about, you know, becoming uh, part of the EAL team and and doing that and these are two horses that could do a very good job at it you know but like this is the precursor with um like mom no brainer she could do this she could do this tomorrow the baby is is one that we have to go okay every, anybody who comes up to you you have to be respectful to um let's see here wow i see with my bossy marin gilding makes so much sense <laughs> and it's true you know um, and, and so you always have to look at if the, how, how they're going to treat you on the ground is how they're going to treat you in life, right? So, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so we spend a lot of time on the ground because I want Cherry to be able to utilize Sierra as if she desires as an EL horse if she goes through the program we've been talking about. And then also be able to get on her and go wherever she wants and have, you know, just have a good solid foundation. And so when you have a, a bossy mare that's really not the herd leader, and they're stubborn also. And you know, smart. And smart. And she is yeah. smart as a whip. Like, like literally, I'll, I'll try and take some video today, um, today or tomorrow, of just handing the line over to her, handing the line over to me, and seeing that energy difference that comes through that. But so continue on, Cherry, of like, so as, as you work through these little things every day with her, um, what has that done for, for you in, I guess, the last five, six months since we've been working together? Um, and, it's, and, and I look at myself almost uh, as a facilitator well, right? Like I can, I'm a mentor to the horses, right? I teach them, they teach me. But also it's about, it's about um, intermingling you, Cherry, with your horses and saying, okay, you know, I can't help you because your horse will do everything in the world for me. But how is, how is that, um, how is, how is that relationship helped you in your, your life of, cause I know you say, man, I'm happier than I've ever been. Like she, you, you know, you've told me that you, you know, like your friends are like, wow, Cherry, what have you done differently? You know, it's like, it's like, you know, what, what has changed in you? So kind of go over that whole process over the last like five months of, you know, how you've kind of built up to this and what it's taken, even though there's some been challenges, right? But that's been part of it. But, but it's a good challenge, you know, and I think not to belabor the point. I think, I think if you're, you go from a, one abused a childhood to an abused relationship, abusive relationship, um, that you don't really have a feeling of self-worth, right? So, so when, with these horses, I had to actually step up and, and be, make myself a different person, make myself the person that I wanted to be, who I really portrayed in public, but really wasn't. And so coming down here, I had to bring my energy up and in, in order to meet the babies and even overcome the babies. And, and then also bring my energy down so that I could communicate with mama 
but also give mama the confidence that she needed. And, and in doing that, it gave me the confidence that um, not, I can handle this, I can handle these two horses, and that's like amazing to me. And, um, and so it basically transformed my whole thinking process that, you know, really I am worthwhile and, you know, I'm a good person and I can really do this. And, you know, and it doesn't matter if baby really, it doesn't really matter if you like me or not at this point because she does her mean face at me like that all the time. It doesn't matter, but um, we are going to have a relationship. And at some point, you, you may not, you may not like, like me, but you will respect me. And, and it's kind of the global respect that you really never felt that you had, even though in many, you know, it's as I did have, but you don't really have it. You don't feel like you have. Yeah. So now, you know, but so now it's like the baby is, respects me a lot of the time, but not all the time. <laughs> and, you know, I love your story though, because it's like, it's this consistencies in life. And this is one thing we think a lot about in equine assisted learning too, is that we are a result of our consistencies and your consistency had been from a background that pushed you down, right? And the your horse's consistency was coming from a place of, I'm just gonna take over and do what I gotta do because they didn't have the other part too, right? And both of you are having to adjust that consistency to get to a safe place for both of you. And that's emotionally and physically and everything else. And I, I love how you're going through this because you're right, it's not an easy, process at all every time is hard and every time is different but it's always the horse that challenges you the absolute most that brings you to the higher level of yourself and that authentic piece and I love everything that you were doing like I adore you already Cherry haven't even met you in person yet but I just love you well I think well you. and that's the thing right is and how how you know everything happens to us in our life for I'm a I'm a believer that everything happens for a reason but right? also so. also if I can interject Doug not only can um, intuit horses' feelings, but he also is very gifted at intuiting a, a, a human's yeah. feelings, and and that's all part of the mix. And without that, the three of us wouldn't be here where we are yeah. now. I don't. Well, thank you, and and it, and it is true that you know it's so important to um, to as 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 we have things that come into our lives. Is that you know it's. Um, I was just reading the question here. The similar lesson is what I learned that made me want to be part of the EAL, a horse required to be. Yes, and that's so true. And it's, you know, so, you know, life life throws you things, right? And so she had a, a mom that could relate to her in one way. And then she had a baby that was going to challenge her. And, and I mean, you know, I, we would always kind of joke about it, it. You know, for those of you old enough to ever see the Police Academy movies, is that there was one <laughs> little lady on there that was real quiet. And she, she, they were like, had this, like, uh, they were trying to tell this crowd to back up. And she's like, excuse me, please back up, please back up. And then finally she's like, move back turkeys. Right. And so, you know, that's, I, I, we joke because Cherry, you know, when she first, when I first met her, she was, you know, and she's still, she's such a calm, calming personality. And so what baby sees is that is up, oh, I can roll over this one here. No problem. This is just another one of my, uh, uh, one of my uh, people that I can control and, and handle. And so. <laughs> So when we talked about the energy, right, it's like, you know, Cherry and Cherry would go out there and I'd say, okay, Cherry, you got to raise your voice a little bit. Because with, with working with Cherry, it's like, all right, Cherry, I need more energy. And she go, okay, here's more energy. I'm like, I'm not feeling that energy. And so one example, and I hate to use this example, but 
she would walk with Sierra, and Sierra would want to walk all over the top of her. And I said, okay. So, Cherry, I know you're in the hospital right now. I know, and, and this is one, we talked about this last week of how people with the whole COVID thing are a lot more, um, have a lot more intuition to where people are around them. Mm-hmm. So I said to Cherry, I said, your horse has COVID and she has to stay six feet behind you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she goes, ah, I got it. <laughs> we did a parallel, right? And so she goes, and that horse, the nest stayed six feet behind her in that particular exercise. And so creating space sometimes you have to create more distance with your horse in order to allow them to come closer to you um so so when we when we do that we've worked a lot with with both horses being able to learn confidence for the mom by staying distance and then but coming up to you and then also the baby you can you can stay back six feet and you don't have to i'm not your rubbing block i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm not any of those things because that's that they wouldn't do that to their leader they wouldn't just go up to their leader and go hey can i just use you as a as a rubbing block so it's about building that and like i tell um cherry that every day that you win with her right because it's it is it's about um it's 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 about respect but not fear-based respect it's about it's about earned respect that's and if you think about a horse like um like like sierra that has gotten away with doing whatever she's wanted to for, and could you imagine? I couldn't, Im- I, we talk about this. I couldn't imagine if she was six, seven years old and we started, I mean, she would be, and I get them. I mean, I get horses all the time that are 10, 11, 12 years old that have been this way since they've been born. And it is, I mean, it's a challenge. So like she, if she would have gone another three, four years, I mean, it, it would have been unmanageable with this horse. Yeah. And so, so it's, you know, but it's just like having a child is that you're not going to, you don't want your child to get to 10, 11 years old and then go, okay, now that you're 11, we're going to start doing some groundwork. I've let you do whatever you want, right? Now, it's going to be, uh, it's gonna be <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I want you to respect me and listen to me and they're going to go, <laughs> right, whatever. So like with children, we start from the time that they, they don't even know that we're starting to work with them. Like I don't have children, but. I know the concept and I have friends with kids and, and so it's like the minute they can they can get that. So with what this has also taught you is that now when she it's funny because when she Cherry um, is is looking to also go do clinics with me and kinda help out because she has taken this this bull by the horn so much that she's like now she goes, Oh, I see with that or I see with this and and so it's about watching energy. Like when her horse decides she's going to leave and take you with her. She has about a, a two second window where she's going around to the left and it only happens to the left. She goes going around to the left and all of a sudden she dips her nose to the right. And then she goes, all right, I'm gone. <laughs> and so <laughs> learning when she's gonna do that, being aware of those energies, right? So it's it's not only taught Cherry to really work on her energy with the horse, but also, um, what the horse's reaction to that energy is going to be, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think, you know, as a nurse, as a nurse, and, and I'm an ICU nurse, been an ICU nurse for a really long time, so you always are in control of your emotions. I mean, nothing ever looks like it's it's a, a disaster. Nothing ever does. You're always mm-hmm. like, okay, everything's fine, everything's fine. So, so to have a horse, here I am thinking, everything's fine, everything's fine, and she's like, Phew. Who are you? Go away. Yeah. So, so the first time, really, she's going around, and she would pull away from me, right? And then, but the first time, I went, <laughs> "No, you're not." And she was like, "Oh," 
<laughs> you did that? Oh my god. Yeah, and it's you know it's what happened here. What happened to you? Is that you? You're not dead. I love when you're talking about energy too, because a lot of times energy, people will think that means like being loud or anything else like that. And it doesn't have to mean that. That energy piece can be from your finger and waggling as long as the intention is strong enough within that. It's just building it up to what that piece is for yourself. Because you are, you're a quieter person. It's not going to be feel right even or inside your preference zone to like scream and yell. And that's not where your energy would come from anyhow. And that's such a I think people get confused on that sometimes that energy has to be yelling or loud. It can just be yours and come from your no, gut and strong. No, it comes from inside and it comes from like here and you can do this and feel the energy. They can exactly feel the right. Energy, you know, yep. so, and that's basically the only way I can do it because I'm not a yeller. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, I would. Yeah, and you see a lot of people, this is, this is the, it's a great point that you brought up is that a lot of people, um, talk to their horses like you know like hey you know stop doing that or stop doing this right mm -hmm. like oh, they don't. now horses like dogs have word association you can teach your horses and i'm a, a big believer of teaching them to you know if you want to teach them to, to walk trot can or hoe they're always good safety things but you know i i communicate a lot with my clients when we're working together but cherry when you watch me work with your horses do i usually ever say anything to them rarely I mean, doesn't say anything but it's all he can do this and they move he can do this yeah. and they move he can do this to the baby and the baby like stands at attention what do you want i can do that i'll do this whatever you want and, it's and, amazing. and and so when that when you're you know when we talk about that that energy is because that's how they learn that's how they know yeah. and so you know she looks at my she knows i mean she knows that like even if she's going to hand me if she does something wrong and she's going to hand me the line mid hand she's like uh-oh um, she is you her know. ears up and she's like this and I mean it's just amazing now now on the on the other side with mom like she had mom out the other day and mom was you know she was just doing some figure eights and doing some groundwork and and you know where she's got to have more energy with the baby and correct her if she's going to run away and say you can't run away with me yeah you can't do that or with the mom if the mom starts to get a little amped up then Cherries, and this is, I mean, you talk about the yin and the yang of horses, right? And I tell people this as a, as a horsemanship person and as a teacher and a trainer, is that if I get on a horse, like, um, you know, I have seven more horses I'm going to be working with after we get off this call today. And I have one horse that's extremely sensitive. Like my next two horses that I'm working with when I leave here, one is like mellow and I got to bring my energy up. And then the next one that comes in right after her, I got to go, because if I have the same energy, that I have with that, you know, with the second horse, she's just going to blow up and she's going to know what to do with that energy. Right. So it goes back to the whole mirroring or being a sponge. Like we talked about last week is that now when now, um, Misty has been more of a mirror now. So when the other day she started to blow up and instead of cherry, like getting upset and getting after her, cherry just went, calm down, bring my energy down. And it brought her right back to earth. Yeah, right. So yeah. mom, mom has like PTSD from abuse in the past. So, so if you make her do things too quickly, she kind of loses her mind and goes, oh, I can't, I can't handle it. So yeah. we, did, we did like deep breathing. We did yoga breaths and we did, and I did a deep breathing and she went, oh, and we did it together and, and it just brought her right back down again. And I said, okay, I now we just have to walk. That's all you can do. That's all we, we're just going to walk. And she's like, I love it. Okay. Okay, I'm okay then. Yeah. 
And, you know, and uh, I know we want to answer a couple of questions. I see Annette's got a question. Uh, I like what she put on here is that it's, uh, um, and I know that then we'll go to uh, Libby, but it's it's uh, like people and horses and herds and groups. They are showing the wrong things uh, around bullies or rubs off. So having good leaders can be uh, fair, calm, make the herds and humans of, of horses better. So it's like my dad said to me when I was young, he said, you are who you hang out with, right? And that was a pretty profound statement is because like if you hang out with the bad kids, you're going to probably be a bad kid. If you hang out with the good kids, you're probably going to be a good kid. Um, you know, if you hang out with someone who's not going to give you, um, you know, good structure in your life, then you're not going to have that structure you need in your life. And we are shaped pretty much by the time we're, I think most people say that we're shaped by the time we're like six or seven years old is where we have a lot of things that come into our life that, you know, if we have to see. Um, a counselor, someone as an adult for trauma that we're going through, usually it stems back to early childhood. So um, having, a, having a good leader in the herd dynamics as well as like, you don't want to have a bunch of babies running around together, right? Because that's like having a bunch of kids running around together without a leader. Yeah. Um, it turns into Lord of the Fly. <laughs> <laughs> and then Libby, you know, um, so do you think that working with horses own energy uh, with the horses can teach our bodies how it feels? Um, to be in alignment in a way that translates to other life experiences. Um, I, I agree with that completely. You know, um, I, I think that, you know, horses can, and I, I mean, you could probably answer this better. I mean, you can probably answer that question better than I can right now. But because... it absolutely does. It absolutely does. And it, it changes your, your mind and your body and it changes how you channel your energy. And <clears throat> because horses are so intuitive, they, they know who you really are. They know your true self. And um, so if you're not there as an authentic person and, and, and allowing that your true self to come out, they know that. And so it forces you to, to be your true self and to use your true energy. So that, that for me, is absolutely the case. And you had some monumental things um, for you that happened because I know that your husband had passed and, and there were some difficulties um, in that relationship. And, and that he passed, what, like five years ago? And then, what is it, about three months ago, you came to me and you said, I went home and I got, oh. gathered all of his, if you want to tell this, this is a great, great little story, but to talk about, the, Libby, to answer your question, how it empowers you and, and has that energy channel into other experiences and things in your life, right? Because, you know, and just a little aside, and I'm not saying this because I'm not, this is not a pity party. This is just me being this is empowered. Life, life story. Because I'm not. I don't pity myself. I feel in no way does it sound like it's a pity party. It sounds like an inspiring story that you were telling okay, more than because I don't want to go there. But anyway, so anyway, basically, my husband was a control freak, and I was like, uh, you know, all the time. And it time. How do you establish leadership? Thank you, um, PS Chair. You're an inspirational, and amazing. So there she is. So, um, and I get up every day for things like this. I mean, this is what makes me um, strive is to build partnerships with horses and, and people. And uh, and so, yeah, so when I, I always call, like to say it's an evaluation, right? So when I walk into um, a round pen with a horse for the first time or a stall with a horse for the first time is that um, I like to get their vibe and, and get a read on them and their energy, what they're communicating with me and their energy, kind of what they're saying. So, and you can get that. And I will, the first thing I'll do is, um, Okay, and in the stretching video, we talk about this a little bit. You're going to see my, my little boy, Dauntless, who was um, super playful last night. He was being a clown. Um, I did that video last night because I wanted you guys to have something that you can see that, that, was, uh, that was just like done right now. And, uh, um, but I, I rub my hands. I go over their body. 
I, I start, you know, uh, I start with their, from their pole, I go down their neck, um, go through their back. I just kind of touch them and just kind of see how they're reacting to me touching them. Um, I try to go down around their hind, up under their belly. I just want to see what they're feeling about me. And, and I touch them very lightly and I touch them with an energy that's an energy that's saying, hey, I'm, this is kind of get us, me getting to know you. Um, at that point, then what I'll typically do is I'll, I'll have a halter on them. I use a rope halter for horses um, and I'll ask them if, how they feel. And this goes on to our stretching video um, is how do you feel um, through your neck and through your pole? We talked about this last time is that if I, I look at a horse's neck, and their, and their head is kind of like the guy on the watchtower of a castle, and he's always going to be looking around to see if any, anything dangerous is coming. So I want to say, okay, how much movement you know, do they have in their body? Um, are they really resistant? Are they, um, is it resistance? Is it soreness? Um, where is that? Because you know, if I'm going to see Carolyn and I go to Canada and I say, hey, we're going to go to a, a party one night that they're going to throw, and, and we say, they want to go dance, and I go to grab her hand, and she's really rigid, I'm gonna say, okay, we gotta work. We gotta have a better relationship before we dance, right? Because we have to have fluidity. So before I do anything with a horse, before I ask them to do anything, I will spend. It doesn't matter. I've spent three hours over the course of three sessions before I really even asked a horse to do anything, because I want them to allow me access to their neck, to their pole. Can they? Can they? And you'll watch in the video, in the stretch video. It, it's more about accessing, right? So we want to be able to access their pole and and be able to have their, if you know, there's a, a, a part in the video where I touch the top of the pole and I'll move my hands in the right position, top of the pole and just rest my hand on their nose and be able to just wiggle very lightly. And I should get that bottom lip being super droopy. And, you know, so I want, I want them to know that it's okay. And it doesn't matter if it's a baby or if it's a horse, like if it's, and if it's the only one that I'll be cautious about if it's a horse that, um, that bites people. Then I have to, that's the only one I have to do a little bit differently with, but I'm still going to ask uh, for them to allow me to touch them. Um, you know, same thing with a horse that wants to kick, if they want to kick the ferry or whatever. I want to be, um, I want to be allowed to access those legs, but it's got to be through positive energy, not that I'm going to go right to that. So um, if I have a horse that I know has an issue, um, I'm not going to go right to that issue. If it's a foot issue, I'm not going to go right to the feet. I'm going to do something different and then I'll go to the feet because um, they already know that the, I already know they're sensitive in their feet. So, um, so if you do that with any horse you come across, you're going to find that they're going to be a lot more receptive to you. And, and I say this in a way that if we've ever gone to the doctor, um, and this is very important for Cherry too, as being an ICU nurse is that bedside manner is important. What, like mm -hmm. how many times have you been to the doctor and they just come in and they got four and a half minutes to spend with you and they're not really nice to you and you don't feel like they're listening to you and off they go, right? And then you have the doctor that comes in and actually you feel like is paying attention to you. That four and a half minutes can make a huge difference if you feel like the, 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 the doctor's sitting at you, giving you eye contact, giving you, um, giving you more of a good positive energy, right? We talk about that, right? And I use a doctor's appointment because it's so, so we've all been to the doctor and we know the feeling of one doctor, we go, God, they didn't even really care. They barely gave me eye contact. And then they sent me off my way and I got to go get prescriptions and I don't even know what it's for. They didn't answer the questions. And so the same thing goes with the horse. As, as me as a trainer, it's a responsibility for me to have great bedside manner with my horses, right? And I'm trying to teach this to more vets and more farriers and everything else because what, your farrier shows up and he's usually in a rush and he's got more horses to do. He's got to just pick up the feet and come on, all we, all we do is got to go, right? Your horses are getting their spring injections. The horse shows up or the, the vet shows up, got to go right to the injection site. 
there's no bedside manner there, right? So yeah. So it's so then then horses get a little timid because we think, and it doesn't matter, Libby, if it's a horse that I'm just gonna walk into and work, is that they're like, oh yeah, I have a horse right now that like you could, I could not touch this horse for five hours. I could not touch him. He was so afraid. And then I found out he's deaf. And I think we talked about that a little bit in the last mm -hmm. session. Is that you know he's used to people roping him and then taking him to go to do work that he doesn't want to do. So no wonder why he's afraid of people. So um, your horse can teach you a lot, if, even if it's a horse you don't know, just by walking up, put, placing your hands on your horse um, and just vibing their energy. They'll give you so much through that. So um, I'll do that usually for the first 20 minutes, and it may take three or four sessions before I really get into it. And I, the patience is what's key. You're going to get longstanding results if you take the patience to get that trust and that respect with them. So hope that answers. Judgmental too. Like you don't go into it. I've heard people walk up before too. Somebody was, um, had, uh, was getting their horse's teeth floated and this guy walked in and he's like, Oh, this is that jerk horse. I was like, well, it is now like way to be buddy. You're going to have a tough time because when yeah. you come in with that judgmental intention that you're already placing on them yeah you're just letting it out there for that's exactly what it's going to be right whereas you always have that non-judgmental piece where you realize okay so that's this is what i've heard this is what i'm gonna know and that's a way different approach than it is to come in already thinking you are aware and exactly know that horse right? but the jerk horse is usually a people problem i mean i know my baby my baby is a me problem <laughs> it's a me problem right because yes. i just didn't know any better you know so i mean yeah she is a little jerk sometimes <laughs> i mean she she does she she does her mean face and stuff but 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 we're fixing that you know so, oh. so i mean we're fixing that so that so i mean and she really is a sweet baby she really is a sweet horse but um she just has these unfortunate behaviors that I helped create because I just didn't know any better. Yeah, this, you don't know what you don't know until you do know, right? But it's always yeah, about making the difference after. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so. and it's true. And you know, Annette has a great question because it is. You know, it. it, it I mean, this this we've talked about this. I'm gonna let you answer this question mm -hmm. about. But Cherry, your your horses would pick up when you had a stressful day at, at work and and act accordingly, right? So we've talked about this so much about when she gets, and it doesn't matter what you do, but obviously you've been under a lot more stress lately and it, we talked about the difference between dogs and horses right we have dogs our dogs like hey just come home we just love you we don't we forgive you for whatever you do just love on us and we just want to hang out and that's it right just feed us and we just want to love you and she's got five dogs that are rescues and 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 but horses are different right because horses you, you when you like if you come home from work and you're having a stressed day the dogs are just like i just want to lick you and kiss you and do all that stuff right your horse is going to go, uh-huh, uh -huh. it's because uh -huh. they're, they're learning to be at that point where they can absorb, they're not there yet, they can absorb the stress that she's had mm -hmm. and then become, um, and then calm her down, but they're not there yet mm -hmm. right now. So how important is it for you if you've had a tough day at the, at the, at the hospital and you come down? Because you've well, had those. I've had those, I've had those. And, and, and the good thing about Doug is, and this is just one example, um, we were going to work with the baby and of course the baby was giving me her mean face as she does <laughs> but she's getting, she's, getting better. <laughs> she's getting better she's getting better but i sort of said oh babies to stop and for what but the baby did something just something small and she said, baby just stop and he said you know you take all the time you need you go over there and just spend some quiet time take some deep breaths with the baby with the baby with oh. the baby and you connect with the baby and then when you're ready you let me know and then we'll start 
then we'll start. And and that is now what we do. And you spent like 15 minutes over there the first day because she was just so, and the, the baby was just like, Oh, was mirroring her was just mirroring. like oh god oh god so she went to the other end of the arena and she just she just hugged the baby hugged and the baby. she just and she just got into a good place and it was probably one of your best lessons ever i mean it was yeah. you know and, and and it is hard because you still have to find that like right mm -hmm. like you know um mom was a little sick last night um and was a little colicky and it kind of caught us off guard and so we got about uh you know um we were up checking on her all night long she didn't sleep so i got about two hours of sleep she got about two hours of sleep so when we started our lesson this morning, we were both like our energy was really down with the baby. And we said, okay, this is what we're going to do with the baby today because both of our energies were exhausted is down a little bit. So mm -hmm. these are our exercises for today that are going to be in sync to what she needs. So, yeah. So if, for example, if I was doing like the lunging where now she, she actually does listen to me, but rather than do that, we did something that took lower energy so that she didn't win so that I won most of the time <laughs> and, and um and so we we sort of have to you know whatever my whatever your energy level is because if you're really tired sometimes you you can't get up here yeah up here. you can really get here. that appropriate response to stimulus right? that's all they can do yeah yeah and these horses are going to teach us the thing that's great about it i know we got to wrap up here but the thing that's so wonderful about this whole thing is that is that you know whether it's a horse that's used for the equine assisted learning program and can teach other people you know our or our you know they're our own horses anybody that's listening that's part of this program probably has a horse that they're you know that they're using for a program or they're doing stuff with the, themselves whether their performance or or just um or the equine program is that um they're like my horses are and and someone said it earlier that like our toughest horse is gonna, I think it was you, Carolyn, is going to be our biggest yeah. teacher, right? Like, yeah. like my most difficult, like, think about just if you ride, if you're a trail rider and you've been riding the same horse for 30 years and they've never done anything wrong, you might be an okay rider, but if you get on a horse that does anything wrong, you're not going to know how to handle it, right? Because you've been in this same situation. So when we get challenges in our life, right, is it that, that, that challenges come up in our life to see, you know, see how we handle them, right? We have roadblocks mm -hmm. to go, how are we going to handle this? So not only is it change our energy towards our horse, but like every time that, that, that Cherry goes out there and Sierra gets better and better and better every day. Now, you know, she's at that point where she just, if she doesn't want to work, she literally sticks her tongue out and pins her ears back. And that's the nastiest thing that this horse does. It's kind of funny. She doesn't do anything bad. She just goes, and she's like, and you go, Oh, stop it. And she goes, okay, fine. You know, she's, she is, uh, she is the child that you say, Sierra, go clean your room. And they're stomping their feet and they're making a big temper tantrum as they're walking to their room to go clean it. Right? Yeah. So, so, and, and, and so patience is what's going to cause, and, and this horse is great. I mean, I can, we take her out on hacks. She's, she's learning to be the amazing horse and she's a confident horse, which is good. But, but knowing that that journey um, that we all have is going to continue on um, and, you know, it's not, and, and, and we talk about we want to have access to our horse, right? I see that um, Annette put Doug, it's not always about winning as long as the owner and the horse learn from each other till they become a true team. That's true. It's like the winner, the winner is the team, right? The success story is the team, is, is the, the horse allowing access to the owner and the owner allowing access 
to the horse, right? Because it's a partnership. And that's where, when we talk about a winning combination, that's why I rarely compete anymore because for me, my winning combination is getting on my horse or like Dauntless on a, you know, I'm asking him to do a stretch yesterday and he goes into a bow, right? It's like, he's going, oh, I'm trying to read what you're saying and want to just continue to develop that par partnership more and more and more, no matter how long it takes. And then that's like, to me, that's success, right? It's not just winning, it's success. It's a successful partnership, so. And I think it's coming out with that positive outcome because that's always like it could be the smallest win for the day, but it's coming out and putting the day even when something has arrived in the way that you wanted it to. It could be the smallest thing for that day. It might be a very, very small thing, but at least it's moving forward in that right direction. And Cherry, you're getting a bit of a fan club going here. Libby said she loves your story. Thank you so much for sharing it. And then you've got um, Brooke said as well. Thank you so much for sharing my, your story. You are inspirational. We have lots going on here for you, lady. <laughs> That's so very kind. And Thank we do you. follow. Um, we do follow on my website on my training videos. Um, uh, we we do. It's pretty cool with uh, when you become a member on my training videos because we follow different horses' stories, right? So going back to um, Annette's thing is that it, it's you know it, it, it's not about winning. It's about building and creating. Um, and you know we we do sometimes you know sometimes we when we talk about things we go well we want to win win at this for the day, right? Because we want to make progress like you just said, little progress with our horses so they know the structure of life. Just like children, they're like children and we got to have the, you know, they have the brain of like a five-year-old child. We want to keep them and some five-year-old children are really, really smart. So we want to keep that structure, but um, it's, you know, it, it is important for us to have, um, you know, to, to, to go along this way and to really, you know, build a good bond as we go through this. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just so excited to be part of this for so many people. And on my website, you can follow the train, uh, we follow different horses um, and owner stories, right? So where they are and where they're going through in their journey. And Cherry's on there with both of her horses in their journey since we've had them here. And I've got lots, I've got several other clients where you get to follow that horse's journey too, because it is at the end of the day about building a partnership. I love that. And this is uh, Doug's website I've got up here as well. Make sure you guys go check it out, naturalhorsemanship.com. Again, blown away with how great the URL is. <laughs> so impressed with that, Doug. And next week, same time, same channel, we will be having Doug back again. And Doug, what are you chatting about next week? We are talking about second chances, which is super exciting for me. So um, you're going to see my boy Dauntless um, on the show. And I might have one or two others that we're going to talk about at the show um, uh, or on next week's episode. But Dauntless has overcome a tremendous amount. Um, and he is just, and we still have a long way to go, but it talks about how long some of these things take and how we're not willing to ever give up on our horses. And as long as we show them love with good structured of support, um, how, it's amazing what they can do for us and how it can traumatically change their lives. Going from a horse that was um, really deemed to be unsafe um, to even be around to be doing the things he's doing now is absolutely remarkable. And I just am so excited to talk to you about Dauntless. And, and he's uh, he's got a big future ahead of him with me. And I'm, I'm excited for that. I love it. And make sure you guys go check out his website. His videos are fantastic. Doug is amazing as a trainer. It just will change your life and how you work with horses as well. So go check out his website. Doug, Cherry, thank you so much for being here today. You truly did make my day. And Cherry, you're you're my girl. I love you already. <laughs> so yes, stay in touch with us too. I'd love to hear more. <laughs> you got it. Well, thank you. Well, thank you, so you. Much. And thank have you. a wonderful day. Thanks for having us on today.
All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, everybody. Tune in next Peace week fun. for Dad. Stay safe. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in today with us gals from Equine Connection on today's episode of Changing Lives with a Horse, of course. Next week, we're going to have tons more information and please join us then for more chatting on how these phenomenal creatures are really the best teachers around. We'll talk to you all then.